Hello, welcome back to Magic Woods. This episode is called The Changing of the World, Part 2. Well, Doggy landed the hopalopter in a wide, sunny field beside an ancient stone bridge, not far from where Figgy Pudding would one day be, and the vehicle sputtered a little bit and landed roughly on the grass. Some valves and hoses seemed to be leaking. Doggy said, Uh-oh, Ruffy, I guess the hopalopter got a little damage from all those arrows. Bunny went, Oh, this is so horrible. We've been seen by hundreds of beings. Kitty said, Yeah, meow me, but we didn't really do anything. I'm sure the future is fine. Bunny said, Well, we still need to get home. Doggy, please find the right button. Doggy clutched himself. He said, But I still really need to go pee. Kitty rolled her eyes. Oh, hurry up and go pee then. You should have installed a bathroom on this machine. Doggy said, yeah, that's not a bad idea. Okay, well, I'm going to go pee. He rushed out of the hopalopter. And then he went, oh, I need a little more privacy. So he ran towards the stone bridge and he thought, I'll just go pee on the other side. He had barely set foot, I mean paw, on the bridge when a huge ugly stone-colored troll jumped out from underneath and yelled, Doggy was so scared that he peed right there on the bridge. Then he shrugged, embarrassed. Well, Ruffy, guess that takes care of that little problem. The troll began to recite a rhyme. Me name is Ranko Rinkin. My feet are big and stinking. Me's never been defeated. If you fight my, you'll be beated. It would surely be me's pleasure to takes away your treasure. Then he looked down at Doggy and said, You's peed on my bridge. That's a challenge. And he swung his heavy fist in a wide arc and punched Doggy. <laughs> oh. Doggy flew through the air and landed in the river upstream. His backpack slid off his back and floated away. And Kitty and Bunny said no, and they rushed out of the hopalopter. They ran to where Doggy lay, face down in the river between some rocks. They pulled him to shore and turned him over. He had a big, ugly bump on his forehead. Doggy, can you hear us, Doggy? He didn't answer. Bunny said, oh, I think he's been knocked unconscious. We've got to get him back to the hopalopter. They dragged him up the riverbank, and Kitty looked back at the troll, who was standing triumphant on the bridge. <laughs> Kitty went, Arr. The troll laughed. <laughs> now Mies gets a prize. He climbed down into the river and fished Doggy's backpack out of the water. Ooh, this is a good prize. Then he went back to his lair under the bridge. Bunny said, Uh-oh, I hope there was nothing important inside that backpack. Kitty said, ah, uh, his stupor suit's in there. And Ruru, not that that's important. Bunny said, oh no, no, we can't leave anything in the past. You'll have to get the backpack, Kitty. What? How, Meow Me? Well, you'll need to fight the troll and beat him, I guess. Kitty said, what? He's too big. I can't fight him. How could I defeat him? But then she remembered what had happened in book three of the Dark Danger Dragon series. When Trina, the lightning dragon, defeated a stone giant. Oh, Meow Me, wait a minute, I've got an idea. She raced to the bridge. 
and the troll stepped out from the darkness under the bridge and started his song again. Me name is Ranko Rinkin, my feet are big and stinking, me's never been defeated, if you fight my you'll be beated, it would surely be me's pleasure, to take away your treasure. Kitty waved her paw impatiently, yeah 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 you big galoot, let's get this over with, I challenge you to a duel. Challenge accepted, said Ranko Rinkin, and he swung his heavy fist. But Kitty easily dodged the big swinging fist. Kitty Karate, hiya! The troll grew angry. He stomped and swung and punched, trying to crush Kitty. But she just jumped and flipped and cartwheeled around, easily dodging all his blows. Kitty Karate! Then, just like Trina the Lightning Dragon, Kitty ran in and out of the big troll's legs, confusing him. He swung and kicked and turned about and accidentally punched himself once or twice. Then he tripped over his own feet and fell over the side of the bridge onto the river rocks below. Kitty peered over the edge. The troll was dead. Kitty said, yes, meow me, I actually defeated a bridge troll. I'm amazing. Bunny said, good, now grab Doggy's backpack. Kitty crawled under the bridge and entered the troll's trove of treasures. She found Doggy's backpack and looked inside it. The stupor suit was there, as well as Ruru. Kitty said, hmm, I don't suppose it will do any damage to the future if I just leave Ruru here. So she tossed the baby bottle into a pile of old dusty treasures. Then she climbed out from under the bridge with the backpack and the stupor suit. She tried to walk back to the hopalopter, but some sort of invisible barrier, like a force field, held her back. Ow! Meow me, something won't let me leave the area of the bridge. I'm like stuck. Bunny said, oh no, I didn't think about that. I think now you're the guardian of the bridge, since you defeated the troll. That means you're going to be trapped there until someone defeats you. Kitty said, what? Ugh, I don't want this kind of job. Then Doggy woke up at last. Oh, he clutched his head and moaned. Oh. Bunny knelt beside him and said, are you okay? Doggy blinked at her. His voice sounded different, less goofy. Who are you? I'm Bunny, your friend. Doggy sat up and rubbed his sore head. I don't remember you. Kitty yelled at him from the bridge. Doggy, it's us. Stop being dumb. Doggy frowned and said, And who is that rude bridge cat? Bunny shook her head. Uh, That's your best friend, Kitty. (laughs) Doggy said, A dog? Best friends with a cat? Highly unlikely. Besides, I don't know either one of you. I'm sure I've never met you before. Most peculiar. Bunny said, oh no, you must have amnesia. The troll hit your head so hard that it made you forget who you are. Kitty went, oh, meow me, we don't have time for all this malarkey. We need to figure out a way to get me out of this bridge guardian job. Suddenly, they heard a strange whooping sound in the sky. And a gigantic shadow passed in front of the sun. It was a huge airship, the size of a mountain. It was an ungainly and complicated structure built of thousands of metal and wood pieces and covered in feathers. It flapped its wings slowly like a monstrous seabird. But it was moving fast, 
headed towards the northeast. Bunny squinted up at the gargantuan vehicle and she went, There's stick people on that thing. The same stick people we saw earlier. Oh no, KC is piloting the machine. I can see the crown shining bright on her head. Kitty said, Well, nothing we can do about it, Maomi, remember? Bunny said, No, don't you see? She must have been inspired to make that machine by seeing the hopalopter. We've now changed the past in a major way. Doggy cleared his throat. <clears throat> I'm sorry for your distress, good lady, but as I don't really know either of you, I must be on my way. Bunny grabbed his arm and said, Don't, please, stay here. Your name is Doggy Cornelius Munchabunch Third. Doggy said, Hmm, a right dignified name, that is. Sounds about right. Bunny said, And we are your friends. We're all stuck here in the past together. Doggy pulled away and said, What do you mean? We aren't in the past. We're here, right now, in the present. Bunny said, oh, it's, it's hard to explain, but we need your help. In what way, madam? Uh, Bunny said, look. And she went down to the bridge, took the backpack from Kitty, and walked it up to Doggy. She unzipped it and took out the stupor suit. See this? It's a super suit. Doggy said, uh-huh. Some sort of Halloween costume, I presume? It's real, said Bunny. It gives you powers. Doggy shook his head disbelievingly. And Kitty yelled up at him and said, Just put it on, you big nincompoop. Wow, said Doggy. Your bridge cat is extremely rude, madam. Bunny said, Just put the super suit on and you'll see. Doggy said, I don't think I will. I have no desire to don a soaking wet superhero costume, thank you very much. Bunny said, It gives you powers. Just, you'll see that we're telling the truth. Please, just put it on. I don't know what you two have done to me, said Doggy, rubbing his head and feeling his left ear. Apparently you knocked me out and crudely pierced my ear. I bet you're some sort of inept robber duo. I'll be leaving now. Good day. He turned away to walk down the road. Bunny said, please, I'm begging you. We need your help. Doggy stopped. Oh, he took a deep breath and turned around. Fine, he said. I'll try on your soggy superhero costume if that will make you feel better. Bunny said, thank you. So Doggy put on the stupor suit. There, he said, looking slightly embarrassed. I did it. Can I take this silly outfit off now? I look like a buffoon. Kitty said, yeah, that's right, you do. The abominable buffoon. <laughs> Doggy rolled his eyes. Oh, so rude. Bunny said, trust me, you have powers when you wear the suit. Oh, like I suppose I can fly? Bunny said, well, yes. I mean, sort of. <laughs> Doggy said, oh, really? Okay, then let's see. He raised his arms and leaped into the air. And then he was flying. He flew straight and true, not all wild and unbalanced like he usually did. He looked like an actual superhero. I don't believe it, he cried, swooping in big loops through the sky. I'm Superdog! Kitty said, how is he flying perfectly? Bunny said, I don't know, but this is good. This could help us. We've got to stop that giant airship and the evil queen. Doggy landed on the ground next to Bunny. Thanks for showing me who I truly am. I had no idea I was Superdog. Bunny said, uh, you're welcome, Superdog. Uh, now, could you help us? Kitty is stuck as guardian of the bridge. We need to figure out a way to rescue her. A kitty in distress, you say? Bunny said, yeah, that one. She pointed at Kitty. Doggy said, oh, the rude one? 
Yes, she can't go too far from the bridge because she won a fight with the old guardian. Now she is cursed to guard the bridge forever. And Doggy, or I guess I should call him Super Dog now, said, Well, that sounds like a standard curse. Not really my domain. If the rude cat agreed to the terms of the fight, she must abide by the rules and accept the consequences of her actions. Kitty said, What? Bunny thought fast. Ah, uh, but, but she was forced into the fight. She was trying to save you, Superdog, after the troll knocked you out. What troll? Bunny pointed. Uh, that big dead one in the water? Oh, yes, I see. Superdog thought for a moment. Okay, I've got an idea. I'll destroy the bridge. If there's no bridge, there's no need for a guardian anymore. Bunny said, oh, um, yeah, that's kind of smart. That actually might work. So Superdog flew over to the bridge. He called down to Kitty. Be careful, ill-mannered feline. And then he began punching the center of the bridge, dislodging the ancient stones. He punched and pushed and stomped until at last the center of the bridge crashed into the water. Kitty felt a change right away. The force field barrier vanished. Yes, meow meow, I'm free. She ran over to Bunny and Bunny hugged her. And Bunny said, okay, now let's go stop that evil queen's airship. Superdog landed beside them. He cocked his head as if hearing a faraway call. I can't help you just yet, I'm afraid. There's someone who needs me more. He flew up into the sky, away to the west. Kitty said, no. Bunny said, no. But Superdog was already out of sight. Bunny said, oh, things are getting worse all the time. Well, Meow Me, I guess it's up to us to stop that evil queen. Doggy will find us eventually, I hope. Bunny said, can you imagine all the damage he's going to do? People are going to see a flying, talking dog. Ah, oh, this is horrible. We've definitely changed the face of the future. Kitty tried to comfort her. There, there. We're still here, so we haven't, you know, like negated our own existences yet, at least. Bunny said, yeah, I guess you're right. In the meantime, Yaomi, we've got a job to do. They stepped into the hopalopter, and Kitty sat in the pilot's chair. Oh, man, I swore I'd never touch another button in this crazy machine. Now look at me. Bunny sat in the co-pilot's chair and said, Well, m- maybe I can help. How does it start? He pushed the red button, Meow Me. Bunny reached over to Kitty's side. Oh, this one? No! Too late, Bunny pressed a bright red button, and a torrent of ketchup poured out of an overhead compartment right onto Kitty's head. <laughs> Bunny said, Whoops. Kitty went, Ugh, this one. And she pressed a button labeled red, R-E-D. The hopalopter lurched to life, sounding a little sick. The golden wings began to flap. The pinwheel blade began to spin. And then they took off through the sky, heading northeast. Well, that's the end of the story, The Changing of the World, Part 2. The next episode is called The Changing of the World, Part 3. Goodbye.